This is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For this episode, I chat with Danielle Wade. Danielle is currently playing Katie Heron in the national tour of Mean Girls. We talk about Over the Rainbow, the TV show and competition that she won in Canada, which landed her the role of Dorothy Gale in The Wizard of Oz. And we talk about how she's staying centered and moving through this uncertain time. So I hope you enjoy this first part of my wonderful chat with Danielle Wade. Enjoy. We're back. I'm Clayton Howe, and today with me on Zoom is Danielle Wade. Danielle, so good to see you again. I'm so happy to see you. I am so excited to jump into some questions that have been in my first notebook for a few years as we've been trying to balance our busy schedules to make this happen. So I really appreciate you taking this time to chat with me today. I am so excited to talk about everything from the beginning of time from Danielle Wade all the way through the present moment. And uh, just for everyone listening, you're doing well. Right? Yeah, I am. (laughs) I am. Question mark? Yeah, I think I'm I'm as well as everyone is, I think. We're all just kind of existing, living a little bit. (laughs) Cohabitating during this crazy time. Um, I want to take it back to the beginning of time for you. What were your theater dreams growing up? Oh, my gosh. I I mean, I always dreamed about being on Broadway. Yeah. I would just, you know. I'd say, I'd always say it, but I never really thought it would happen. And I know that's kind of sad, but I'm like from a tiny little farm town in Ontario. You're not really going to Broadway from there. Yeah. So I would dream about that. Except you. (laughs) Well, I did everything I possibly could. Yeah. Hey, and it worked. Uh, What, what was figure skating for you in your early days? Figure skating. I love figure skating. Did you skate too? I don't any well I'm I might over Christmas. Yes. My family has tried to rent out a hockey rink so there's an outdoor one that you can rent by the hour so we're going to try and go there I think if we can do anything who knows if we can but <laughs> okay. um I love figure skating so much. My mom was a figure skater and then she was a coach so before I was able to walk she basically put me in a little sled behind her and would pull me around while she taught lessons. Oh, I love that. Which is crazy. Like a baby on, and a little snowsuit. Like think Ralph, like Ralphie and Christmas Carol. (laughs) Or Christmas Carol, Christmas story. Yeah. I can't put my arms down. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Now was that fostered? um, Okay. So two questions here. A Mm -hmm. was uh, theater in general performing fostered by your parents. I mean, yeah like they're so supportive and absolutely they were like yes do theater but nobody in my family really does music theater or does like sings or anything like that my great aunt used to play the organ and that's really it yeah my dad likes to say that he uh is a singer and that he sung on a a sold out or he got a standing ovation at the detroit opera house is what he says but he came to visit me after wizard of oz and i brought him on stage Oh. And then he sang Fly Me to the Moon on the stage, and the cleaning lady clapped for him. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Well, we're going to get to that, too, Over the Rainbow, yes. the, the, yeah. the TV show that got you Dorothy, Dorothy Gale in, yes, Dorothy. Uh, in uh, The Wizard of Oz. What up, Leading up to that moment, so long story short, though, for the people listening, you basically, there was a, a national competition, who's going to play Dorothy in this tour? Andrew Lloyd Webber's there. 
Mervish families there. I mean, it's all the big names there, you know, of the world and then Canada, Canadian theater there too. But the winner would then go on tour. You won, you went on tour leading up to that, um, that competition. Were you, did you feel prepared? Were you prepared at this point in time? Were you taking theater very seriously? What was, what was all of the leading up to, to that? Was I taking it seriously? (laughs) That's such a good question. No, I know exactly what you mean. And I've never heard it phrased like that. That's so funny. Um, I mean, I was in high school. No, I was in university, college, America. I'm talking to an American. I was in college. (laughs) And uh, I was going into my third year. So it was the summer before third year. And I... I was, I mean, I was in drama school. I was in school for acting, but they didn't really like me doing music theater. So I kind of secretly did music theater outside of school uh, to keep it up because I was like, I need to keep practicing because this is the kind of thing I love. I'm not about to just like turn that part of my body or brain off. So I was practicing outside and doing outside shows. And then um, my mom had the day off of work. So we drove to Toronto, which is like four hours from my house stood in line did a little cattle call had never auditioned for anything like that before i never had a professional audition the biggest audition was my college one for real that's amazing yeah and then all of a sudden i basically we joke like i auditioned for that show and i just never came home again (laughs) i I just was gone forever i never came back it's so that's so uh that is kind of true yeah did you were you um you have such a you have such a down-to-earth humble vibe and I think people will hear that as we continue to talk and people who know you, I'm sure would agree. It's the vocal fry. It'll come through through the vocal yeah. fry. Yeah, it's the vocal fry. It's a, <laughs> there's a technique to it. No. Um, were you, you know, what was that like having this national, I mean, it's a national spotlight, you know, and people, I would assume, would think you'd, you would behave differently because of what's going on. But you're still the same person you've always been, it would seem to me. What oh, well, was that you. like? Um, it was crazy. Especially that, like, I've done some crazy things in my life, but, like, that whole competition was really cool because I got, I met some of my favorite people in in the world. I'm still best friends with the runner-up, Stephanie LaRochelle, who actually went and played um, Zoe Murphy in the, in Dear Evan Hansen in Canada. And then the third runner-up, or second runner-up, I guess, third place, um, was uh, in Lauren in Kinky Boots, AJ. So like they've all gone off and done amazing thing, which which is so cool hmm. that you didn't have to win to to accomplish other things. Exactly. Like it was just kind of a bonus that you won. It wasn't, and my and they're all my friends and everyone's so kind. It was a very supportive atmosphere. So it was not easy to maintain, you know, um, your head because it's a crazy experience, but. Yeah with people like that you at least could maintain friendships and and the human interaction of a, a competition like that yeah yeah that that, makes, does that make sense that does make sense yeah no and it's it's having having those those traits and those qualities is so i don't know i think it's so key to being i know, you know like just a, be a nice normal yeah, human yes <laughs> it, but that you know and i i do believe that's a huge key to success in any field any field, absolutely. No matter what achievements you get in the medical field or entertainment yeah. or sports, it's to be to be a nice, normal human, honest, kind, yeah. 
Yeah. Any any like masterclass or little interview thing I've ever done, I've always there was like, what would you give? What advice would you give? Unless this is one of your questions, I can save it. Okay, no, 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 answer it now. <laughs> <laughs> I got two pages, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like say they yeah. they there was like, what advice would you give to aspiring performers? And I was like, just be kind. Yeah. Work hard and do your homework. Be prepared. Be as prepared as you possibly can be, but be kind. Like never ever yell. At, at dresser oh my gosh don't ever be upset with a dresser they're working just as hard as you are yeah. like be kind they are on everyone is on your team you just remember that like the less you think the world is out to get you the more of a human you can be is yes that, yes yeah. yeah it's the ha- world's happening for you <laughs> not, it is not to it's you. just like right. not to you it's happening with you and you're a part of it and whatever is happening is supposed to amen where does that come from but, for you is that from your parents is that just yeah i think witnessing? so I don't think my parents would ever let me be a butthole. Like I just don't. <laughs> I'm t- I'm I'm old now, not that old, but I'm old nonetheless. And I still there's just like my mom would not let that happen, and not in a crazy stage mom way, just in a yeah. I think maybe crazy Canadian parent way. That might be a a cultural thing. My mom is like, no, 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 you cannot do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and and not to group all Canadians, but you guys are really nice. They tend to be the the kinder variety. (laughs) Yes, they do. They definitely do. Were you receiving any key pieces of advice, wisdom, anything that comes to mind from directors, producers, anyone during, particularly during Over the Rainbow? Um, Was anyone say anything to you? Yeah, I mean, the first thing ever... I mean, not first thing ever, but one of the main pieces of information I was given was in, from Andrew himself. And he yeah. said, don't try to be anybody else. Did he just say that to you in passing? Yeah. Yeah. I had just won. He pulled me aside and he gave me a little like talk. And it was really very, very cool. I, I'm a bit in shock still because I've just won and I haven't seen my family yet. Yeah. It's been like 15 minutes and I can't find them. <laughs> and he's like, I just wanted to pull you aside and say... People are going to have a lot, ask a lot of you over the next, you know, 40 years, 50 years of your life. Be yourself. Don't try and be anyone else because you are completely enough. And he said, don't talk. He said, don't talk anymore. You're done talking because you're about to go to work. Like, he's like, save your voice kind of thing. It was the next day you started rehearsal. Yeah, I did. That's a great piece of advice. I know, I've kind of taken it with me. I don't talk that much. <laughs> <laughs> you got to protect the vocal cords. Yeah. Um, any any early mentors that stand out to you um, with singing pre that TV show or post? Anything Absolutely. Come Anyone come to mind? Um, this is super funny now as an adult. I mean, not really, because I still feel the same way about her. She just happens to be my friend now. Right. I love Laura Osnes. Yeah. We're very similar in a lot of ways and very different in a lot of ways, which is really cool. But she was on a a reality show and she accomplished her dream. Like she was really young and won Sandy and played Sandy on Broadway and then has gone on to have this amazing career. And people just, people don't just remember her as that girl from the TV show. Yeah. We had a, we had a lot of, this is a very deep statement. I don't know what to just amount to make, but we had a lot of discussions about people not thinking you deserve what you've gotten if that makes sense definitely because you want you want a competition so 
But truthfully, it was like a 10-week audition in front of the country. Yeah. Learning five songs every week as an 18-year-old and then performing them live. So it's maybe the hardest audition I've ever done. Mm-hmm. It it definitely is a, the weirdest one, but it was maybe one of the hardest ones I've ever done too. And she gets that. Yeah. So I think even long before anything else ever happened and I moved to the States and everything, like she was just like very kind and we corresponded through email and then we met every once in a while I'd go to New York and we'd have coffee and now we're friends and we hang out. What was the, how did that friendship begin? Just actually so silly. The dog that played Toto in our show also played her Toto when she played Dorothy in (laughs) Minnesota. I love it. So she, she, the Batman connect, I was talking about her one day and he was like, Oh, I know Laura. I'll send her an email. I'll connect you two. And then we just started talking. Was this by any chance Bill Berloni? It was. It was okay. Bill Berloni. See, this is how small the world gets. He's trained yeah. the dogs in Annie, and he's just he's done and a lot of yeah animal training for theater. Lily Blonde. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he's writing because of Win Dixie, the oh, first yeah. stage production to lead to have the lead be a dog. That's insane. I love it. Oh, there's my Christmas pajama. Come it's on, Christmas more. pajamas. <laughs> That's so that's so incredible though to have someone who's gone through a similar experience, you know, and they can give you advice like you know, you don't have imposter syndrome or people projecting yeah. things on you is not that's not really what's And reality. like what you're feeling is completely normal. Yeah. How, how did you deal with how do and did you deal with nerves? Is there a self-talk oh. you have or yeah. use? I'm actually having to do this to myself right now because I I have a big thing happening tomorrow happening on NBC tomorrow at eight. I have this best of Broadway thing that I've already filmed, but I'm so nervous because I don't know what it looks like. I don't know. So I'm just trying to, I don't know if I did a good job kind of thing. (laughs) I hadn't sung it in nine months. So I'm just completely out of body with it. And I'm telling myself you're nervous because you, that's a good thing. So the second you're not nervous anymore, and you don't care, you should find another job. You should do another thing because being nervous is a good thing. You're, you're excited. You're invested in the you're project aware. or in, in, you're aware <laughs> of like yeah. that people are going to watch you do what you love. Right. It's, um, yeah, you just have to, to remind yourself also reminder, like we said, remind yourself that you're human because yeah. if you mess up, you mess up like, Oh, I'm just bouncing all over the place here. I love this. Please. Mean Girls. I, I've been on tour with Mean Girls pre-pandemic. And one day I went out and I started singing the Broadway lyrics instead of the tour lyrics. And I got all confused. And I just like stopped for a second, looked at the conductor, waited for her to melt the words to me. And I went, okay. <laughs> and then I just kept going. And normally that would have ate me alive for the rest of the show. But I was like, whatever, they don't care. I still sang something and (laughs) like we're moving on kind of thing. So it's the same thing with being nervous. You just, you're human. You're going to get nervous. Was the music, I'm just so curious about this, just logistics here. The music kept playing. She was, it kept going and you took a pause. I was, yeah, I was fully like, I'm 16 living in paradise. And I said with the lions and birds and stuff, but I'm 16 and just not, 
I was like, have, I started stutter, <laughs> mumbling and stuttering. And I was like, that's not the words. Those aren't the words I'm supposed to sing. How do I rhyme the next line with what I just said? So I kind of tried to, and I got there. And then I finished that phrase. And frankly, they're all on my last nerve was the Broadway lyric. And I stopped and I went, okay, somewhere out there, there's a different kind of pride. And I just went right off into the next thing. But the music director and the cast that was on stage pretending to be lions outwardly cackled. Like I could hear people go, because I'm like, I pride myself on being consistent and that night I was very it was very funny very inconsistent <laughs> very inconsistent <laughs> it happens though I mean that's a bit I mean uh, some people live for that you know it's live theater I live for that yeah. I love when that happens not necessarily for the actor but as right. an audience member to be there for to like witness something different a real moment yeah like a yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's funny. Now before, okay. So mean girls, um, yes. walk us through some people who, if they don't know, uh, you had a, you had a short stint with, or a, not a short one, but you had a stint with the Broadway company and then you went did. and did the tour and yeah. but there's different sets of lyrics for various reasons. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and your time, that was your, I mean, that was, that was the first Broadway show, right? For Wade. that's a big deal. It was. The, what was that? What was that? What was that moment in your spirit of getting, you know, having that and being like, well, I've always wanted Broadway, but I'll never get it. And then, you know, having that. Yeah. I Was there a specific moment you remember? Yeah, I was. This is so funny because of the atmosphere that I was in. But I had went to visit my boyfriend at work after this audition because I hadn't heard anything for, it was only two days, but it still feels like eternity. Two right? Months. Like, yeah. We know every second you don't hear anything, you're like, well, it's over. Everything's done. Watch it disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I had walked, he was, he was personal training at the time for his like Joe job, um, survival job. Yes. Yes. Joe Joe job. Joe job. Average Joe job. Uh, (laughs) And I walked into his work and whatever, and I was sitting at the, at the desk and my agent called. And I was like, oh, no, he's telling me it's bad. Like, why is he calling me so late? Is it because he's trying to put me out of my misery? He knows that I've been bugging him kind of thing. And he called and he's like, I just want to let you know that you I had had another audition the same day as Mean Girls, which doesn't happen in Canada. You don't have two auditions a day. So to come to the States and be like this fortunate right away was amazing. And I had two. And he's like, I just want you to know you booked this other show. You booked. Um, whatever the other audition was. I don't mm-hmm. want to say it because I didn't do it. Yeah, but uh, that's fine. He's like, just so you know, you booked that, but we're going to have to tell them that you can't because you're going to be on Broadway instead. And I was like, oh, you? I was like, come on. Why didn't you just tell me that right away? And then I called my mom. And that was the moment that I did the same kind of trick to her. Yeah. I said the same thing <laughs> that he did. And when my dad was like, I knew it. I knew you got it. I was like, this is all happening. This is crazy. That was the moment of like, I called my parents from New York City to tell them I was going to be on Broadway with something I never thought that I would be doing. Yeah, that's incredible. It felt very surreal. And then I was doing it and I made my Broadway debut on a surprise show. I didn't know that I was going to be on. Oh, really? She, uh, my stage manager called me at 12.30. No, 12. 
And I was at the theater by 1230 for the show. That's the way it goes, isn't it? It was crazy. Just completely. It was so crazy. That's, oh my, my goodness. Reed Campbell was there, our friend Reed. Yep, he Reed. Came. He Reed. came and yeah. my boyfriend came and one of our roommate came. Oh, fantastic. And it was just the three of them in the audience. I love and it. And they all got drunk because they were nervous for me. <laughs> <laughs> because I was nervous, so they were like, I have to, Will was, Will was inconsolable. He was like, I can't talk to you. I have to just stare. <laughs> <laughs> Get me after. Talk to me after. Yeah. Uh, oh goodness, so many questions. Sorry, that was again. a lot of tangents. No, I love, I love, I love the tangents because all my questions always hop around. So this is this is fantastic. That okay. So that that night, you know, going on there, right? Doing doing that. Uh, was it so last minute you didn't really have time to be nervous, or did you have a whole lot kind of time of, to be nervous? <laughs> kind of both. I think okay. that's a, a funny response because how does that make sense? But right, right. Leading up to it, I couldn't be nervous, and then the five minute call happened and i was like oh curse word curse word curse word mm-hmm. jesus here it is <laughs> and this was t- the was this like the two-week rehearsal process yeah the quick the thing where yeah. the, the, it's like a put in kind of thing yeah yep i had had my Crazy. put in on the friday and i went on on the sunday lord almighty and i hadn't i'd only done the show once with people yeah right because you rehearse it as a standby because I was the standby for Katie, for Janice, and for the adult women yeah. in New York. As a standby, you don't rehearse with other people other than the dance captain. And maybe some of the swings once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I had done the show once with the proper spacing and the proper people. And I had some of the kindest, like Gray Henson, who played Damien, yeah. is maybe the epitome of like being a kind human that we've talked about before. Sure, He just like pushed me where I needed to go. I knew where I needed to go, but if I was a little bit too far forward because I had done it by myself and no one was around, he's like, you're going to get hit by a table in this song, so we're going to back up a little bit. Like, he'd just pull me. Oh, it was scary. But I tried to turn off Danielle and just be Katie for a little bit. Yeah. As much as we can as actors, right? We still bring ourselves, which is the whole great point of being an actor, but... I was like, you're not, you're not Danielle, you're Katie. You know exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you don't, play it because yeah. <laughs> she's brand new. Because <laughs> there's 2,500 people watching. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, I, focus on, I focus on the nerves so much because I'm always, I'm always so interested in what keeps a human, an actor, actress, um, centered and simple mm-hmm. on stage. You know, for a good performance, right, you're having these vulnerable moments while mm-hmm. a lot of technique is there, singing, dancing, acting, mm-hmm. what have you. And to keep the nerves, all nerves do is just they screw you up in every which yeah. way. And to have uh, such a mastery of nerves is so, um, yeah, it's professionalism. And It's impressive. And I'm really, I'm always focused, I'm always so focused on your, your and I'm just thinking back to <laughs> From Here to Eternity, oh, uh, which is the last live performance I saw of you. Is oh, uh, it was so it was so authentic, you know, which is a word oh, that's used you. a lot. But it was real. It was it was genuine, and to have that um, without any nerves <laughs> is a real talent. Yeah. 
I, I, I remember now, uh, we were talking about this beforehand and I guess while we were recording and it all starts to blur. Um, I have a question that I wrote down three years ago and I don't know if you'll even remember it because, and I'm kind of curious why I wrote it. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not a big Uh deal. I'm building this up more (laughs) than it needs to be. Uh, will you share the story of your dance audition for from here to eternity? Will I remember it? Are you kidding? It's burned into my brain. So I like to say that I'm a mover lacking flair. I, I, I can do it. Like I, I can't, I will never be in a dance ensemble and I, I, that's okay with me because I just can't do it. And I commend them. I watch them in musicals. I'm like, Oh my good God, you are so talented. Like, how are you doing that? That is something I could never do. So from here to eternity, is uh t- was tim rice's musical new mu- musical at the time three years ago uh and i was yeah, it was. i came to replace uh, an actress who had booked another show so i had to learn the show in two two days basically yeah it was quick right three days i um and they needed a video of me dancing which i did not have because you know I was a park and bark lady. Uh, and I was flying home from another gig in Vancouver and they needed it that day. So I <laughs> perseverance is the key in this story. Yes. I looked around at the airport and I was like, is there somewhere, is there like a conference room? I can just go record, you know, two counts of eight, but, they can see that I look like I can move at least. Like I didn't have to kick my face or anything. I just had to be, you know, saucy and all the things, which I'm not, but I pretend. <laughs> um, so I found this room at the airport and I made sure, don't worry, anyone who's listening, I made sure there was no nursing mother around, <laughs> but I went into the lactation room at the Denver airport. And I recorded a count of eight with no music because I had to use my phone to record me. And I put the phone on the ground in the bathroom, took my shoes off and called my friend. and was like, teach me a count of two counts of eight. And I learned this like weird, sexy dance that I did in the lactation room of the airport. And then I sent that off with no music. <laughs> and booked it. And I booked it. And no one's <laughs> ever seen that. No one's ever seen that video. But. Some of our friends from that show, Derek and Michael and and Jason, have all sent me videos of them dancing in the lactation room now. Oh, that's funny. Because of that. That's a that's a valuable video. We have to. It's a, I we can never it. see no, it. Never. No one can ever see it. <laughs> I can't believe I booked a job from that. If anything, it just showed them I was dedicated. I was like, watch, I can do this. <laughs> Persistent, right? <laughs> It's so bad. Oh my gosh. Oh, it, oh, I can't believe I did that. But honestly, take a risk once in a while. Amen. I, uh, I love it. I love that. It was, <laughs> I love that. You and I had some really great conversations up there in yeah. Maine. Oh, I don't know good. if it was the fall or if it's Maine or it if it was perfect. a group of people, but it was a wonderful time. And it was uh, one of my favorite times. Yeah. It's just so, it, it was really just, was. It was a, it was a memorable, it was a memorable experience. I, uh, uh goodness where to go next i just have so many questions for you but i don't want to keep you here all day um oh. what what thoughts or actions relieve you of fear and anxiety 
This could be another nerve question, but I'm curious I, if anything else. Comes no, it's. In. I mean. Is there anything you do that helps relieve I, it? Specifically for auditions, because I know that's where I get the most nervous is in an audition. Mm -hmm. I try and remind myself. I mean, you've, I'm sure you've heard this and people listening have heard this, but it's there on your team. The casting and the director and and the choreographer are all on your team and they want you to succeed. They yeah. want you to be the answer to their question. They make the job They easier. have a problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. They have a problem and you can solve it. Yeah. They they want you to walk in the room and be like, "Well, thank God she's here." kind of thing. Yeah. And then also like I try to remind myself too, if you don't get it, which is very likely because this is the way the world works. There are a million of us. Mm. And the person that get gets it, be happy for them because it could be a dream for them. Yeah. So like never and never take it personally as nothing personal about you. I know it, it's such a personal business because you're putting yourself on the line. Mm. It's fully just your heart that you're giving. And it feels like a personal attack when you don't get a job or someone writes a poor review of you. It's not, it's their job. Yeah. It's, it's not, it, it could be as simple as you are too tall. Yeah. Or, or your eyebrows are not the shape we thought they should be kind of thing. Like something that you, you can't change and you shouldn't change. Mm -hmm. and you also like you get that 10 5 3 20 minutes to play that part so play it play it the way you want to yeah if you're going in for alphabet and you probably you won't be alphabet play alphabet however you want to like go sing defying gravity like it's the last time you will ever sing it because it's your moment like it's your time Play it like, yeah, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Play it like you should, you want to. I love that. I love that. How do you, because it's, yeah. Adding on to that, how do you view, and you might have already answered this, I'm curious if something else comes to mind. How do you view rejection or how do you deal with rejection? I mean, it sucks no matter what. Yeah, it doesn't get like, easier. Just, I mean, it doesn't get easier. It sucks. And I mean, I've, I, I can give you countless stories of like jobs I was like, please please cast me in this. I would, I would love to play this part and not that I would be the best at it, but I would like, I just like, I get it. I mm -hmm. understand this person. I want to portray them on stage and then you don't get it. And you're like, I give myself a day to be sad. Yeah. Like you have a day, One day. go eat some, go eat some <laughs> ice cream, be sad and then move on because they've moved on. You can do it too. Yeah. And there'll be another job that you're great for. And it sounds so ethereal and actory to be like, there's another job out there for you. But there really is. Yeah. Like, why force your puzzle piece into a puzzle that you don't fit? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a puzzle where you're exactly what the, they're missing. Mm -hmm. and, and go do that. Find that. Don't waste your time on the one that didn't want you. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening.